Hey, everybody. I'm Emily Thompson. And I'm Emily Bing. And this is Walking with Emily. A conversation shared among friends seeking to find joy in the day-to-day. We're back with our first episode, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. Thank you very much for listening. We are so encouraged by all the positive feedback we've gotten from you all. For all the all those who have tuned in to the trailer of the podcast, it's really motivating and energizing. And please continue to come back. We know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasting content. And so we are honored to have you listen in today. And um and so here we go. Without further ado, episode one, we we thought, Emily and I thought a good place to start would be sharing where we came up with the name for our podcast. Where did we get walking with Emily? Um, this goes back a, wa- a ways to Wake Forest University, fall of 1996. Emily was a junior and I was a senior and we were roommates we had voicemail set up on the telephone. So you would leave a greeting for anyone that was calling in. And we decided for our greeting, we were going to say, Hey, this is Emily. And we were going to say it in unison because we were both Emily. And so it was, it was so clever. It was just so perfect. Yes. And we really got a kick out of ourselves. There's no telling how many times we practiced. But when we first decided we were going to do this podcast, we thought, well, there's our name. We're going to call it. This is Emily. And it seemed perfect initially. But as we sat with it, it started to seem just too vague. And then we got kind of stuck because we we had a hard time letting go of this is Emily, but it just didn't seem to be the right fit. So Emily T, she's going to share how we got unstuck. Okay. So we tried really hard on the trailer with the unison and, and we both really loved making that connection to the voicemail message, but you probably cringed with us. My kids listening to the trailer. My kids say they had secondhand embarrassment for me. Yes, because it was not, the unison was not working out over Zoom in different states. So we uh, probably will let the unison part go. But um, as we were thinking through what to name the podcast, I was up one morning and felt like God really gave me some divine inspiration And I was just in my Bible study going through it as normal was we were in Leviticus chapter nine through 11. And, um, something I read in the commentary actually gave me the inspiration to recommend. We call the podcast walking with Emily. Walking is one of the major metaphors that scripture uses for the Christian life. Colossians 1 10 says, walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. 
Ephesians 5, 2 says, walk in love. And verse 15, walk in wisdom. 1 John 1, 7 says, walk in the light of God's truth. The commentary writer said this, perhaps this metaphor is used because walking a great distance requires endurance and persistence and because there is a degree of risk and therefore faith involved in every step. In Leviticus chapters 10 and 11, we find the Israelites, they're starting out on their wilderness journey toward the land that God has promised to give them. This was a difficult and uncertain walk through the wilderness, but God himself went before them to prepare the way. As believers in Christ, we have the same assurance of God's presence being with us, guiding us directing us on this journey of life that we're on. And the walk may not always be easy, but God will always be with us. Walking to literal walking, such a part of Emily and my friendship, our time at Wake Forest, we were always going for walks. We still go for walks whenever we are together. And the more we sat on this name, walking with Emily, it just felt right. Yes, exactly. So since we are called Walking with Emily, let's have a conversation about walking. Yes. Um, yeah. So have you all seen the commercial where Chris Paul is a speed walker? For those of you who do not know Chris Paul, he was a basketball player at Wake Forest, one of their all-time best players. He played in the early 2000s. He currently plays for the Golden State Warriors. He's an incredible ball player, and he is on this commercial for some insurance company, and he's a speed walker. And it's it's <laughs> hilarious because, as you know, speed walking is not a cool-looking sport. It just isn't. And Chris Paul is very cool. So here he is doing his hip thing rocking the <laughs> hips back and forth speed walking and it's really funny it's it's meant to be funny it indeed is funny and I'm going to link it in the show notes so everybody can watch it um, and have a good chuckle it is so funny I hope you all find it funny maybe because we love Chris Paul so much it's even funnier to us but speaking of fast walkers though Emily Bing is actually one of the fastest walkers I know in fact, when I was in, when we were in college, she was particularly fast. She's tall, long legs. And so to keep up with her, I mean, I had to work hard and I would have shin splints. If it was a long walk, I, I would have shin splints. She was just always so fast and she's still faster than me to this well, day. It, anyone that is listening in right now that walks with me today at 48 years old could could definitely vouch for the fact that I have slowed way down. But um, we were at the beach a couple weeks ago. Hart and I were at the beach with his family. And I woke up one morning and the house was still asleep. So I said, I'm going to go for a walk. And Hart, who usually wants to work out much more intensely than I do, um, said that he would go walk with me. And it was so sweet that I was like, okay, but I was nervous because I thought 
we were going to get out there and he was going to make us like look like Chris Paul. Essentially, we were going to be speed walking because heart takes exercise pretty seriously. And thankfully, he was just perfectly happy to just meander. And so we had a lovely walk around the lake, um, the lake at the beach. And we were not speed walking and it was lovely. No shin splints. Were you at figure eight Island? Not that time. We were at Litchfield by the sea. Okay. Cause I know we have gone on walks at the beach on the beach at figure eight Island and with Meredith and Emily, they were with, we were all together there one time, Meredith and I said, Emily, and I meant Aaron. <laughs> it gets confusing. Meredith and Aaron, sorority sisters of ours from Wake Forest, we get together almost annually. Pretty much we we have gotten together every year since we graduated. But I would have to say for me, our most infamous walk was that trail walk at Travassa. You have to tell that story. This yeah. is funny. Yeah, it's funny now. <laughs> <laughs> So we were, this was our 40th birthdays we were celebrating. And so we went to the spa resort in the Austin area, Austin, Texas, like hill country. And we decided to go do some trail walking. Come to find out this trail that we were on was pretty rugged. I mean, it was very narrow. We could not walk side by side. We were walking single file and it wasn't like flat. It was like. It was almost like it was carved through a mountain or something. It was almost like we had to crouch a little bit. We had to like stoop. <laughs> there was like, you know, trees that they had cut back, but they were right beside the path. And so we're walking and, you know, not really talking because we were like having to focus on the walk. There was roots and it just wasn't even. Well, next thing we know up ahead, here come two people and they are running, jogging on this trail coming the other direction. And so the four of us have to like crouch into the woods and try to get our bodies out of the way of the trail so that these two can come running by us. And they didn't slow down. No, it wasn't like, oh, it's okay. You know, y'all are good. And it was like, they were on a run and we needed to get out of their way. And so as I stood up from my crouch position off the trail, I scraped my head on this branch that was exposed. It had been cut back and it was like this sharp kind of branch cut and it like gashed my head. It was bleeding. I was so irritated, so mad had this like open wound on my head for the rest of the weekend. Poor Emily. I Did you have to wear a Band-Aid? I tried. I think I tried at first, but it was kind of like up in my hairline, which became a problem. Well, but the funny thing was that we're, we're all like, oh, Emily, are you okay? Are you okay? And <laughs> she's explaining what happened and she points to the branch that... <laughs> gashes her and there at the end of the branch is this little <laughs> tiny strand of her hair like in in affirmation of what had just happened yes so, proof um anyway I do think it's really funny what you remember from a trip I mean yes we had so many great memories and that those are the things though that stand out the most those kinds of those kinds of memories 
So, um, well, the great thing about walking is that it is so versatile and you can do it anywhere and you can do it without much equipment. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to join the gym. You can listen to a podcast. You could listen to walking with Emily. You can listen to music. You could listen to an audiobook, a sermon. You can take advantage of the opportunity to go walk unplugged and let your mind wander. If I'm being honest, I will say that there are times I feel uh, God is calling me to do just this and, and truly just have time that I am not being inundated with noise. And sometimes it's hard for me to obey him when I feel his nudge. But when I do, I'm always so thankful. It becomes such a refreshing time for me of sometimes prayer. I mean, often prayer, but also just problem solving, just letting my mind mm. like work through things. Yeah. So. You've kind of inspired me to want to choose to do that soon. I think like for me, one of the favorite, my favorite things about walking is that you can do it with someone else. And so there's that relationship building aspect that goes along with it. Um, when we first moved to, to Texas, it was the summer of 2020 COVID was raging and there was very little opportunity for us to build community. We had left a really strong, um, group of friends through our church in a small town in Louisiana. And I was lonely. I was struggling. Our, our oldest had gone to college and a friend of mine put me in touch with the, a good friend of hers who lives in our neighborhood. And we actually started getting together and going on walks and we would have just long walks, long conversations, but we became such good friends so fast. And I just remember being so thankful for her, for the opportunity to get outside and walk. We weren't worried about COVID or if one of our family members had it, we could still be out there walking together. So that's my, one of my favorite things about walking. You can kill two birds with one stone. I do love that too. And I especially love that at a time in your life that you really needed companionship, mm -hmm. you were able to walk outside with a friend. Mm -hmm. um, so as we all know, all, all exercise is really good for our mind and our body. Walking has its own unique benefits. And I just thought I would share a few of those um, I found online on Harvard Health Publishing's website, I found this, that walking helps curb your sweet tooth, which for me, that's really good news. Um, I also read that on Harvard Health Publishing that walking protects your joints because it lubricates them and then strengthens the muscles around them. And I guess as I get older and get a little more arthritic, that lubrication becomes really essential. Um, I really like this one on the arthritis.org website. It says that walking tones your abs. So no more crunches, ladies. Who ladies knew? and gentlemen. Yeah, I know. Um, and this last one, this is, I'm going to read a quote 
by a reporter, Brianna Steinhilber. She wrote in an article on NBC News's website, originally published September 2nd, 2017, but she writes about a study at Stanford that I found fascinating. So I'm going to read a direct quote. One Stanford University study found that walking increased creative output by an average of 60%. Researchers labeled this type of creativity divergent thinking, which they define as a thought process used to generate creative ideas by exploring many possible solutions. According to the study, walking opens up the free flow of ideas and it is a simple and robust solution to the goals of increasing creativity and increasing physical activity. Isn't that fascinating? Mm. Oh, much. Yes. And I, I feel like I've experienced that. It really does open your mind, help you, helps you almost sort information, make yeah. a decision. Yeah, it does. It really does. So I love those that those facts that you just shared. I don't think we need much more convincing that walking is beneficial, but how about walking in the cold weather or walking in the hot? If you had to pick one extreme or the other. Well, I hate to be cold. So if I have to pick, I'll pick hot, but neither of them. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> Can I pick? 68 degrees. Oh yeah. All year long. I think I would pick like 45. Really? Yeah. I actually prefer the cold to the hot. It is so miserably hot in the summer in Texas. So it's, it's hard to even go on walks in the summer because of the humidity. Mm -hmm. You have to go at like 6am. Even okay. at night, it's still humid. So anyway, I would pick cooler weather, not below freezing. I can't do below freezing. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So, okay. You have to tell the joke about the, the heat in Texas. Oh so, gosh. The hen. Is, yes. Okay. Um, I heard this on the radio. It's so hot in Texas that the hens are laying boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. That's, yeah, that's very good clever. Who came up with that? So, okay. When you head out for a walk, Emily T, what are your favorite sneakers to walk in? I have been wearing Adidas Ultra Boost Light. I've owned two pairs of them, but I think I'm ready for a different pair. I actually really want to try Hoka's. My mom wears them. Ella wears them. Maggie's fixing to get a pair. I went on their website and you can actually fill out this shoe preference questionnaire and it will recommend based on whether you're a walker or a runner, how your foot is shaped, art, high arch, low arch, whether they'll give you your best match, they'll give you a great match, and then they'll give you a good match. That's So I think I'm just up for a different shoe. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you know how that goes. What about you? What are your favorite shoes to walk in? I think I've pretty much settled on the New Balance 880s and every time mine run out, every time they wear out, I just, I just replace them with another pair of they, I've tried to, I've tried to go another route based on looks, but the New Balance 880s just really are 
the best contours for my feet, I think. That's great. I love that you know that you know what shoe. What yeah. about other than walking shoes? What else would you say you need to have to mm-hmm. go on a walk? Okay. Well, right now it's my Tilly hat, which is just a big wide brimmed hat, which is nice because it keeps the sun off. It it ke- it protects my face better than like a ball cap would. Um my AirPods, my phone, unless of course I'm having that nudge from the Lord to go unplugged. That's about it. How about you? Well, in hot, sunny Texas, I usually need my sunglasses, sunscreen for sure, water. I usually, I should say, because I've not gone with water before and then felt so mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. I take water with me every time. My AirPods, if I'm alone, my phone. And I love leggings or skorts that have a pocket for the phone because Mm. then I've got my water in one hand and I don't have to have both hands carrying things. So, yeah. Yes. A huge shout out to pockets in leggings and skorts. And I will share that one of my daughters found this Lululemon lookalike skirt on Amazon. It has you know, the skirt part and then the little booty shorts part under the skirt and both sides of the shorts have a pocket. And I love that. Nice. It's just pockets are just smart. You'll need to share that link with us. I can do that. Show notes. I will be happy to. So we, we were talking Emily and I about the literal, the equipment that you need to for a literal walk, but that also there's, um, there are some things that we might need or want for our metaphorical walk through life as a Christ follower. And ultimately we come to Christ through faith alone by God's grace. So there's nothing else that we need, but as we walk through life with the Lord, we felt like there were some things that kind of helped. Um, she said, Emily said, help you get farther faster. And I love that, but that's from a pastor. I like that so much access to God's word. So either the written word or, or hearing the word, obviously there's countries that don't even have the Bible in their translated into their language or not, they don't have access to it, but the the hearing and reading of God's word is so necessary for our growth. Um, church being with a body of believers, that sanctification that happens only when you bump up against people who are not perfect, just like you, um, worshiping God through music, receiving teaching, um, prayer, communion being that relationship with God. Um, and again, all of these things aren't in the same, it's not a literal correlation to walking outside and then your Christian walk, but I don't know. These are just some things that we thought of Emily, anything else that you want to add? Well, you just, you actually just said communion and you meant communion with God in 
like mm-hmm. a relational sense, but it just makes me think about the actual elements, the, the bread and the wine and just that, um, tradition of, of taking communion is so rich. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I feel like too, there are some things that they're not essentials to our walk with Christ, but they can add value to our walk with Christ. And so Emily, can you just think of any of those? I mean, I guess you mean like Christian books or, um, worship music. Yes. Um, podcasts. Yes. And you know what? Speaking of podcasts, one of the podcasts that you and I both have listened to is Annie F. Downs podcast, which is called that sounds fun. And she does a closing question every week with her guests. And we decided that for sure was something that was an element that we wanted in our podcast. Exactly. So as we are winding down, um, in closing, we wanted to end with our own question. And as we talked about in the trailer, one of the outcomes of this podcast that Emily and I hope and pray for our listeners, and we hope this for ourselves too, is that we would all just cultivate hearts of gratitude. And when I say that, I really mean that we find joy in the ordinary. As as Emily said in the trailer, like just finding joy in the mundane blessings of life. So Emily, as you look back over your week as you have walked through life this week, pun intended, can you think of any ordinary blessing um, to share? Yeah. So I think what comes to mind is there, I hosted an event at our house last week for my daughter, Maggie and her the officers of her class. So the class of 2025 for this charity that we're involved in called national charity league or an organization. And it, it was a lot to prepare for the event and planning and organizing and pulling teenagers together in the summer was a little tricky getting all of our schedules to align, but I was really blessed by their engagement, by their insight, by the way they received the instruction that we as their leaders had for them. And they were kind to each other, inclusive of one another. And it was just, it was, it was an encouragement. It was a blessing. It made all the effort really worth it to see how well they received it. So I love that when, when people surprise you like that for the better, it's, it's neat. So what about you? Can you think of an ordinary blessing to share? Yes. Um, you know, I've been pondering this question and as I look back over my week, I, I felt that the most ordinary blessing was the 4th of July, I think because it was a Tuesday and Hart worked the day before, and then he was working the day after and the rest of the week, we just had this one little day to kind of have a holiday and we didn't, we didn't make any plans. He really needed, I think, just to not have one thing scheduled 
because his job keeps him so busy most of the time. And it was so refreshing. We slept in, we just kind of puttered and he was doing his thing. I was doing mine. He like went and got a branch out of the tree that has been Mm -hmm. hanging for six months that he just never has time to deal with. And I think it was nice for him to not, it was just like, he didn't feel any pressure that day Mm -hmm. and it was lovely. So I I gave thanks for that. It was Mm -hmm. a, it was a very ordinary day, but a blessing. That's great. Okay. So in closing, I'm going to share a scripture over you as a blessing. Hopefully this will be the way that we end our episodes every time. This is Colossians 1.10. Walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Thank you, listeners.